Welcome back, everybody, to the Cult Classic Podcast. We aren't critics. We aren't experts. We're just three friends that like watching movies and talking about them. So if you're cool with some loose facts and some strong opinions, sip the Kool-Aid. You're in the right place. Cameron Jones here with my co-host. Mark Nussel. Jordan Jones. And uh, you know what? We're uh, we're keeping things going into summer here with a little 4th of July celebration. We've brought you such hit films as Independence Day and... What Jaws. do we want? Hot American Summer. And Jaws. And Jaws. We- you know, we try to keep the holidays special around here at uh, CCP. We're and working our way to born on the 4th of July, but not today. <laughs> no, not today at all. Uh, today we're going to be doing the 2000 film, The Patriot. A widowed farmer with a brave but brutal military past decides not to join when the British arrive in 1776. However, when his son enlists and is later captured by the enemy, the former soldier must abandon his newfound pacifist principles in order to rescue his oldest child. A Hollywood adaptation of the story of our young country. All true. 100% true story. It's uh, it's an unofficial sequel to Braveheart. The American story. The Patriot is a Mel Gibson vehicle where he looks like some Benjamin Franklin motherfucker and he goes on a rampage because someone killed his son. <laughs> Directed by Roland Emmerich. Starring Mel Gibson, Heath Ledger, Jolie Richardson, Jason Isaacs, Chris Cooper, Lisa Brenner, Trevor Morgan. You know what? This movie's a little corny. It has a lot of like, we're doing this for freedom kind of quotes. But overall, it gets me hyped up, makes me feel patriotic, and has some cool hand-to-hand combat like sword kind of shooting scenes. And this movie's awesome. It's the Revolutionary War movie we all didn't know we wanted. Except I really wanted it. But... They gave it to me. It's got colony tales up the butt. As far as movies go, Close. if you want just the good old colony tale, it's this or Ichabod Crane. The Patriot. Alrighty, uh, let's do cast and crew. Let's. We, I always forget this to start off with. Let's just start with the director. Uh, directed by Roland Emmerich. Name's familiar. What do I know him? Um, you're going to know him. You're definitely going to know him. Uh, his directing work... Let's see. Is uh, Independence Day? Okay, so we've done him before for a previous four. He does Fourth of July movies. Nineteen ninety six. Also did Godzilla. Nineteen ninety eight. Uh, Patriot. Right after. I believe Matthew that's the Broderick. Matthew Broderick uh, one. Yeah. Uh, the the yeah the day after tomorrow. Uh, Ten thousand BC. Two thousand twelve. Those are the ones he directed. He's also written a lot of movies, um, and it's even a longer list. Let's see. Even though this movie is kind of a one-off of genre and Independence Day the movie isn't quite a disaster movie, his his pocket is the disaster movie. Yeah. The big the big the big Hollywood disaster movie. Movie. blockbuster mm-hmm. like disaster movies for sure. Oh no, it's the writer. So written by Robert Rodat Rodat Rodet could be French. Uh so Robert Rodet also uh was the writer on Saving Private Ryan, The Patriot Obviously, um, Fly Away Home, that Jeff Daniels movie with the oh, geese. Never nice. seen it. Definitely want to. It's that and The Rocketeer. Someday I'll get to it. And I believe both on Disney Plus, probably. So. Sure, Good sure. <laughs> uh, on to the cast, we have Mel Gibson. I mean, this is in the pocket of his 15 to 10 year run where he's Mel Gibson. I think he made $25 million for the film. All the lethal sure. weapons, Braveheart. He was John Smith on Pocahontas. I mean, we know, we know who Mel Gibson is. Uh, Heath Ledger. Plays Gabriel Martin, the son. 
I'm not going to say this is a breakout role, but kind of a breakout role into I'm not the heartthrob. We'll get on to That's that true. in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, unverified, he wanted to not be the heartthrob. Uh, Still kind of a heartthrob in this movie. Oh, yeah, 100%. My heart yeah, was a throbbing. You can't unheart uh, Go back and see our episode of 10 Things I Hate About You, and that's all we've done for him, right? Yeah. And look forward to someday maybe we'll do the Dark, Dark Knight series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying Brokeback. Um, oh, yeah. Jolie Richardson as Charlotte Selton. She's super familiar looking. What do I know her from? I think it's she's I think the, the mom. Patriot. She's the, mo- she's the mom in the... Uh, uh, live action 101 Dalmatians. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Anything else? That. that one's not as. That's I didn't the recognize Patriot, her name. Okay. <laughs> she, okay. I think it's something TV I know. Maybe Disney. She probably did TV work. Uh, Jason Isaacs uh, plays the evil colonel, British colonel. You're going to know him now most historically as Lucius Malfoy from the Harry Potter series. Lucius. But Lucius, Lucius. Lucius. Oh, it's Lucius? It's got to be Lucius, I, no? I think the. Um, Jim Dale said Lucius. Yeah, there's been different so I gotta go with I gotta go with JD on this. <laughs> one. Or you can just go back and listen to our Armageddon episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's in that also. A sneaky role, and um, if you really want to stretch it out, he's in uh, Sweet November. Uh, the Charlie's Theron uh, Keanu Reeves. Speaking movie. of autumn months, we have Chris Cooper. I will say, though, quickly on October Jason Isaacs, Sky. this was the first time Jason Isaacs came on my radar, oh, and yeah. hard to forget, this was a big, heavy, impactful, evil role. But sorry, go on, because mm-hmm. I do like uh, our next guy as well. So we've got uh, Chris Cooper. I know him in October Sky. American Beauty. Uh, also, he was uh, in the, I'm trying to forget the name, the 11, Stephen King. Yes, sorry. 11-22-63. Thank you, 11-22-63. Uh, good little short series. He wasn't in it oh, too I long. I that series. That was awesome. Lisa Brenner plays Anne Howard. Uh, not familiar. Do no. I know her from anything? I didn't. A lot of TV stuff. I, okay. Checky Cairo plays Jean Villeneuve. I assume he does a Villeneuve. lot of French. Love him. Love the character. Love mm-hmm. the, the, the the portrayal of the actor. Cornwallis. Tom Wilkinson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to... Well, actually, great funny character. enough, The Dark Knight, he does play uh, the mobster in that. Uh, oh no! It's actually Batman Begins. It's, yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I recommend. Uh, or I recognize um, that. He one. had a breakout role in the Full Monty. Oh, also that yeah, kind of brought him to mainstream U.S. That guy. Uh, this guy. Our next guy. He is super Donald familiar. Lug. Plays Dan Scott. He's the one that's like, like the honored. honored. Yeah, honored. Okay. Yeah. He, you want to know what he's the best in? Hmm. Go to YouTube, check it out if you want. I love the '70s and '80s on VH1. Oh yeah, he's he was hilarious good on that. On that. Um, he had a. Probably like a seven-year run sitcom that nobody's seen in your King of Queens type era. He's also in Jerry Maguire. I thought he was going to be a, not a star, but have more. Yeah, have more of a career than he did. I mean, it's not over, but it, you know. I believe he's also maybe on Gotham too as like a dirty cop, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Out of I, all the colony tales in the movie, his was the worst. It's almost yeah. like they just put like a merkin on the back of his head. Yeah. Of I think like we got some merkins happening, but yeah. <laughs> They're like he's like, can you can you just stick something out in the back? Yeah, can you just put something there? Best colony tale? I think we got to agree. It's well, we'll get to that, or should we just say it now? Because we'll it might be just be Mel. No, I think it's just Mel, right? I gotta go with uh... his hair's balding so perfectly. No, actually, into hold that on, before he says it, I think I know where he's going. Go ahead. He might be going young Thomas. I was gonna say Thomas, might be too, Thomas. Actually, no, that's like picture perfect. If you saw like a Washington uh, Carver novel, yeah. Okay. But what is he gonna say? What's he gonna say? I'm going with Gabriel. Oh, I just okay. like it. Gabe has a. Well, it's, you know, you know what, actually, I'm, 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 giving, a ponytail. I'm giving mine to Thomas. I'm giving mine to Mel. All right. Uh, I still want to get to a couple other guys here. Adam Baldwin. Um, uh, he, he's recognizable. He, he's been on TV recently, like his big series. Funny enough, also in Independence Day. He's like one of the captains. Is that, is that glass yeah, no. roll proof? Step aside. That yep. scene when he shoots through, is that guy? He's I'd also say that's one his of biggest the, um, role for me. 
the Independence Day. Yeah, probably. Uh, I think pe- most people would yeah. say maybe my, my Chuck. I guess I'd whatever. have to agree with you there. I've never seen Chuck. I think he's that guy. I'm 90% sure. He's uh, the voice of one of the Marines, or maybe all of the Marines, in Halo 3. Nice. Yeah, that makes sense. He, he, he does just have a very, he did a lot of voice work. He did. He yeah. has a very militaristic sound and look, so that may, that's why he's always in these yeah, roles. He's got generic voice. Occam was played by J. Arian Jones. Um, Is he from anything? Because I did not recognize him. I didn't recognize him either. Joey D. Vieira plays Peter Howard, sort of that bigger uh, Anne's death father guy. with Anne's the, father. Uh, the, the one leg. I've got a recast, and I'd love for him, but it just isn't going to work dialect wise. He's okay. in the the Lassie series, like early on. Oh, oh, solid. And he's the pizza dude in uh, Ferris no Bueller's. Way, he's, really? he's a pizza guy, but pizza dude. Oh, nice. and Ferris in Ferris Bueller's, in Ferris Bueller's. not in uh, no, 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 right. Sorry, I just be funny if he was I just the guy. To say pizza dude. Be again. funny if he was just the guy pizza driving dude. the van though in the burbs. Um, and he's he uh, unseen, but uncredited. Uh, uh, Thomas Martin is in Harriet the Spy, also in yep. Small Soldiers. It just keeps coming back to the guys. So, it really does. Good for you, uh, if you <laughs> Alan guys, Abernathy. If you guys know what the what's his name, Alan Abernathy. Okay, if you guys know what the Invisibles is, <laughs> you do. Just rolling his eyes at me right now. Um, it's just amazing how much Small Soldiers is. is coming it's up. No, that came up on the the Invisibles like last week, and I'm like, Tiny Soldiers, Little Soldiers. <laughs> it took me like seven guesses. I'm like, what the hell is it called? I did get there. Small, I'm like, Small Soldiers, Tin Soldiers. <laughs> uh, it took me like 15 minutes. I'm like, I know it's, I mean, you know it's Small Soldiers when you see it. They just anyway. team me up. Yeah. Just team me up. Uh, and Trevor Morgan plays uh, Nathan Martin. You're going to know this younger, The, the youngest, life. youngest one that you might remember. Not the youngest, youngest. No, the second youngest. With the boy, though, right? Yeah, the yeah, one yeah. who likes to murder. Yeah, well, all of them do. Oh, yeah. No, I'm the glad. one who's like, I can't wait. It's that one, right? He's the Sixth Sense kid. He's also in like a Disney Channel original genius. movie, Genius. Yeah, he's... Jurassic he's, Park three, the rookie. He's he, in like, isn't he in like three Disney Channel ones? He, was he a pretty, had a good run. He was a pretty big child actor when he looked exactly like that. You only really know him in this stage That's of his how, life, yeah. like two plus exactly. minus two years. I liked him in this though. I, I liked him in Genius. Not gonna, yeah. Liked him in the rookie. Yeah, just sometimes you don't know how you're gonna look like as an adult. Looks like Marcus just saw a picture and he looks similar. I mean, this is one of those movies that has just a cast that just goes on and on and on. This is, I mean, it's literally, I mean, it's an army movie, and anytime you have that, you have a million characters. So, So, yeah. After all that, I think that's where I'm going to cap the cast and crew. Yeah, that's fair. Let's, uh, uh, John Williams does the score. So, and as people who like obviously shine on the the music in most movies, pretty big. He's one of my favorite composers. Oscar worthy, but I don't think he won an Oscar. Good score. I'm sure he got nominated. Triumphant. Not one of his best, but still, like, yeah, I mean, fuck, it's John Williams. It's good for the movie, though. True. It's just not an all. You never because you never really want to listen to Cloney like. <laughs> like I mean, like Piccolo and like maybe just you don't snare stuff. I, if I, I could go back, I would learn. I the catch piccolo myself just for that. Yeah, moment. I catch myself listening listen to a lot of John Philip Sousa all the time. <laughs> a lot of um papa. <laughs> What's that? Give me give me a little taste. Um pa um pa pa. All right, all right. Just want to make sure. Man, you guys were on that one. Okay. Should we move on to questions, comments, unverified? Should we move on to unverified? Sure. Let's I mean, we can move on to whatever you want. I'm just like, damn, you know. called you out. Well, it seems like we're moving on to unverified. Okay. Uh, on 
unverified facts about this movie that we didn't look too much into. Uh, so just to give uh, some some idea of the money for this, uh, it made twenty two million dollars uh, opening weekend. Got uh, some of the Jones family money. Well, two twenty two and a half million really uh, made. You remember uh, seeing this one in theater? We did see this in theater. I believe we'll we're, get to that story. I mean, right before Fourth of July because it did come up. This seems like a good spot for the story, no? Oh, uh, epic, ep- epic movie experience. Um, we're like, as a family, are we going to go see fireworks? And everybody's like, no. Cameron's like, I really want to because I'm still young. He's the youngest in our family. We're going to see some like, cinematic fireworks. Somehow a fight. Ooh, fireworks. <laughs> oh, God. Can I give my recasting for that? Not yet. Okay, fine. I do have one for that. It's... Yeah, I can't wait. Kind of kind of family fight breaks out, and we decide on the movie. I mean, there was a line in the sand. Some people really wanted to see fireworks. We go into the movie... Tempers are high. Nobody is feeling it. Now, granted, it's a three-hour movie almost, and we come out. We're like, that was that just brought us together. It really did bring the whole family together. Brought the whole lie. family together. Great um, movie experience. You uh, probably actually caught some like fireworks on the way home. Some like residuals. Yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. I mean, and uh, just to put you guys in the same feeling as the Jones family, here are some movies that came out that same month, same year with the Patriot. Same month, same year. Same month, same year. These all came out in June of two thousand. You could have seen me, myself, and Irene with. Uh, Jim Carrey. You Two could tickets, have, please. You could have seen Chicken Run with, I believe, George Clooney. Uh, also Mel Gibson. Gone in Sex... Gone I in Six. Actually, I think it is Mel Gibson. I Mel messed G- it up. You're no, thinking the Mel Fantastic Gibson. Mr. Fox. Possibly. You could have seen Chicken Run with Mel Gibson also. Two big movies that month. Uh, gone in 60 Seconds with our boy Rage Cage. That's a big one for my age group. Uh, this is the this is the George Clooney I'm thinking of. The Perfect Storm also came out that year with George Clooney. Oh, Clooney. The Perfect Storm. Uh, you have Shaft. Uh, <laughs> this is actually a kind of forgotten one, but I saw it a bunch because it was on HBO. <laughs> Titan AE. That's the animated one with Matt Damon about them like restarting Nobody Earth. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it in theater for sure. And finally, the Rocky and Bullwinkle reboot that was like CGI. Uh, and those were all the movies out in theaters that you year. You tapered down at the end with the so, Titan so, AE oh, and the for Rocky. Sure. Sure, sure did. Yeah. Surprisingly, the Jones family, it seemed like if I heard here in that lineup, perfect storm all day, every day. It was, I guess it was hard finding a place to film like Swampland. So the production team rented out a botanical garden and they like flooded it to make it look like a swamp. It looks great. And it seems like the water is pretty far reaching. So it seems like they destroyed what a botanical that? garden is what I'm imagining. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Yeah, they just destroyed uh, can't, a It can't be garden. easy to bring that back. I saw the budget of the film. I think it's near like $110 million. Hey, sorry about your Which peonies. Those they did are, make back those uh, with yeah. just uh, with just domestic. So there you go. So they paid, I think they paid Mel Gibson 25 So, you know, where I think the budget went was obviously set design. Mel Gibson Great. and the Botanical Gardens. But hear this out. This is the first movie um, the Smithsonian uh, teamed up on the project for historical accuracy for the um, costume mm. design. And it shows. Not not all the, obviously not all the facts. They're not, they're not getting into the, what happened in the war uh, yeah. with these characters. But the, the costume design is amazing. Yeah, but as far as like costume and just it the really set design. It really is a great period piece. That's one of my favorite aspects of yeah. this movie is. And I do remember actually watching the special features for the DVD and that watching how in detail they did just from like buttons and like current, yeah. like who would be wearing what for rank and like just even the like, militia and just the average All the way man. to the extras, like yeah. everybody. It was, it was unreal. Well, you'd think like the cavalry is going to roll up wearing the same stuff. No, they had like different emblems no. and colors they were wearing like well here's how you how good you know this I, is i I, I remember the, going to different uh places in washington and even mount vernon george washington's property yep. and all the docu all the little clips use footage from the movie patriot it says it in the corner because it's the best you get of showing like depicting that time period the patriot nailed it it's just beautiful and the government did help so that also helps jordan was alluding to this earlier uh but heath ledger actually didn't 
act a year leading up to this movie and it was because he was only being offered heartthrob roles where he was actually just debating quitting acting heart what i say heartthrob heartthrob he was only getting teen heartthrob roles uh to the point that he was going to quit acting and just return to australia and just find plan b but he got offered this role and took it um, Sorry to tell you, Heath, you're still a heartthrob in this movie. Yeah, he I really mean, he is. Was, sure. But on his they still, yeah, Hollywood still figured out a way like to like weave him in as like this heartthrob, like whether he wanted to or not. I Mark, did he notice- was a heartthrob that brought the country together and kind of won the Revolutionary War in death. Because right before this, he had done 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. Then he did A Knight's Tale Right after this or right before this? I can't God, quite remember. That's, that's something we should maybe do one of these days. I'm sur- We haven't done it? I don't, I don't know. Mm. Everyone uh, had to do t- a two-week uh, training before the final battle because all the hand combat was supposed to be accurate. And uh, even all the extras choreographed to the T, like, just further out. So everyone had their you own You know what is great sequence. fun? Um, I think this movie does pretty well in the background scenes. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'll tiptoe on one of my favorite aspects. It, what's What I like about this movie and really good... Um, historical roller movies it's like seeing a history book come to life like the oil paintings you see like they just captured it and made it live action it's really cool and i it it proves the point you always think about when you're a kid you're like if somebody just brought a semi-automatic weapon to any war predating world war War (laughs) one essentially like you could win it in a week yeah and this just proves if you hide a little you can oh Fun thing to do in, in epic movies like this where there's battle scenes, watch mm-hmm. the extras. True. Maybe not the first time. They're not all killing it. Some of them are just like pantomiming nothing. Just sparring in the yeah. background. Oh, also with just some of the props and fighting. Uh, it's also said that uh, Jason Isaac and Mel Gibson rehearsed every single day like in between sets for that final battle scene just because they knew it was going to be such a monumental moment in the film that they wanted to make sure it was perfect i probably would want to do that too it was like a hundred day shoot and they did it every Every, day every day practicing the battle final fight great scene yeah it's a great scene oh and also just finally with some of the fighting things uh all the bayonets for every single extra was spring-loaded so everyone could stab everyone safely so that's fun yeah it's fun with that yeah Yeah, i want to make sure that's yeah real saying we're all humans we make springs sometimes but that's also um, sometimes That's also uh, uh, like movie history lore is like, I thought it was fake and then you murdered somebody on set. I think that's happened in like That a happens movie. all the time. Yeah. It normally happens on like scary movies, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like exorcisms and shit. I was talking to Megan the other day mm-hmm. and there's that new Conjuring movie. I'm like, hey, I'd see it, but I know they're like six deep and I just saw the first one. And I'm like, I know they're somewhat loosely based on real life and she's like what makes them real i'm like i don't know i think somebody actually had an exorcism she's like do people do that i'm like yeah yeah shits. <laughs> like if you had a real problem in your Some house would you be like shit. i'm turning to the catholic church on this one no no uh the technical advisor that taught mel gibson and heath ledger to shoot a muzzle loading rifle was actually the one to come up with the aim small miss small mm, i saw that too and i like that so the story behind it is when they were training he literally told them, aim small, miss small. If you aim for a man, you can miss a man. But if you aim for like the button on a shirt and you miss, you're, you're still, still going to hit, hit the man. man. Yep. And we've all said that golfing, shooting hoops, aim small, miss shooting small. anything. Aim small, miss small. I say it all the time. Um, we, we were talking, kind of saying that Mel Gibson's character is an amalgamation, but not 
an exact person. The The main people he was based off of is Francis Marion, a.k.a. the Swamp Fox. He was a person who taught uh, militia fighting and the was based Swamp out in the swamps of South Carolina. And also Andrew Pickens. Uh, he had his estate torch and lost a son, and then he re-enlisted and uh, helped lead militia forces at Cowpens. And uh, the, the main battle with like all the militia yeah. leading the front is the Battle of Cowpens, is mm-hmm. what it's loosely based off of. So they took loose... Yeah, I mean, the character of Major Villeneuve is based on Marquis de Lafayette, a French major. So they just yeah. incorporated him into the movie. They're like, listen, if we give them fake names, you don't got to fact check us. True. If, will, you, if you, you don't play have to. Uh, fucking Assassin's Creed, you basically just run through all the story. Did you, see, actually, did you see the fun yeah. fact with that? What the, was it? The fighting techniques from the Assassin's Creed, the one that's in the Revolutionary War, was based off of uh, Mel Gibson's movements from the ha- from the tomahawk scene. Yeah. Brutal scene. Mm, true. Only Assassin's Creed I ever owned was that one. Good one. I enjoyed it. One. it. Played it all fun. You know, whatever. Um, what do you think about uh, the Swamp Fox? You don't want to fuck with that guy. No. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure the Swamp Fox is where he got... <laughs> with a name like Swamp Fox, you're dangerous. Oh, you're yeah. You're dangerous. At, at best. At worst, you're... I don't even know. Ugh, the Swamp Fox. Uh, this is kind of a funny historical one. So you know the scene when Benjamin Martin goes to Cornwallis to get the uh, soldiers back, mm-hmm. but at the end when he whistles for the dogs and they follow, mm-hmm. that was like kind of a loose thing. But there's apparently a true story from the Revolutionary War where George Washington during a battle saw a little uh, what kind of dog? It was a terrier just wandering the battlefield, and he knew it to be a British general on the other side. So he called a ceasefire, and they held the white flag so that he could return the dog, and then the battle continued. That's how you know it used to be a gentleman's mm, warfare. True. Cease fire. Everyone stop. Get the terrier. Terrier's on the loose. It's just fucking like yapping at somebody's like ankles. Dog's hey, good eating. Wait. Mm. Benjamin Martin was originally to, uh, in the script, had six kids. But Mel Gibson's like, hey, make it seven because I have seven. And, and I'm like, crazy. Sure, we'll make that one mute until like two hours <laughs> in. Is that fine? Can we make her mute? Or they added one it's more sad. murder boy, or it's that other girl that also really doesn't have any lines. Um, hers is more just chuckling of like, oh, they're going to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> my aunt's going to fuck my dad. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, speaking of what, did, which, uh, did Aunt Charlotte's house look familiar to you? No, it did not. Well, no. well, it was used six years previous in Forrest Gump. That's Forrest Gump's house. They just switched a few things. They put in a stone. Well, really cleaned it up. There, there's a stone head. There's a or sorry. There's a stone that like a hedge covered up. I, I think for Forrest Gump, they moved some of the landscaping, but same house. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of an opposite of our recasting what ifs, but uh, Mel Gibson was actually also up for the Perfect Storm, the George Clooney film. He was a little worried that he was competing with it and hoped he made the right choice. I think he did. And he also had Chicken Run. So fuck it, you know. He, yeah, he's, he's making uh, some money. He made the retros, but he probably did the voiceover for that like three years previous because it's claymation and that takes forever. So, does anyone have any other unverified facts? No, I mean there's, there's a there's lot. A, there's so many. Yeah, and especially because they did so much historical research that just you could look into, but we just don't have the time. Uh, let's move on to questions, comments, animosities. Questions, comments, I have an animosity. It's that people don't like this movie. Okay. There's like a whole bunch of people like who says it's melodramatic. It's fluff. 
I, I will say this. It is it is a long movie, and there is a little bit of extra baggage that we I think we could cut out to streamline You could cut it. out scenes in any two-hour and 50-minute movie. But, but the argument I will make in favor of you and me and us liking it is the fact that it there is so much extra bullshit, but it really does get you involved with the characters. In any war there, movie where there's death, you kind of want that to really feel for everybody. All that's know? fine. All that is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. There is a lull that happens maybe... Like three fifths of the way through the movie, after just after halfway through, and there's like a wedding that happens, and you're like, it, "Listen, it's you it's, can it is it's exactly you the can wedding. only go to the coastline the once. You can't go twice. I agree. And as much as we like the town people, we get it. The movie could be two twenty instead of two fifty or whatever. Honestly, when they take sure. when they there's go 20 to thirty minutes, that needs to be yeah. Cut. When they go to Aunt Charlotte's house and they took her, I was like, "Oh shit, we're about to ramp up. Gabriel's about to die. Then we're going to war." I'm like, "Oh, oh wait, yeah, there's forty there's more a- minutes." Before that, but if we we could have cut to that, so it would have been great. I assume I, I don't is, I don't want to stay on this too long, but yeah, yeah we all know where the lull is. Yeah. It's when you go to the island. Uh, this is an actual question. We know this movie takes place in the South Carolina mm-hmm. area. Chances are it's Gola Gola Island. Check it out. I'm not sure. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. I know a great hiding spot. <laughs> okay. Take a boat. That's just speculation. That's not even on the internet. You're oh welcome. That was a question I had for you guys. I'll look into this. We we know it's coastal. We don't know if it's on an island or not. Could be, could not be Gola Gola's island. Oh, I have to say this right now. Uh, unverified, apparently, Anne? Yeah. She was apparently not supposed to be even married. Just like uh, supposed to be carrying Gabriel's child or something uh, when she was burned in the church. And that would have done it enough for me for him to be like, I need revenge. I'm going, to, I'm like a reckless. No, even if tear. like they weren't married, you still would have, we would have been, we sure. want to, yeah. yeah, I would have been in on that. We got Fun. enough to, we got enough to go want to take down Taddington or where the fuck is Jason Isaac? Taddington. Taddington. Uh, anyway, okay, yes, there's a lull, right? But it could here's have been many of those trips I love to this town, movie. Yeah. It moves pretty fast, minus that 40 minute lull. <laughs> you take that out of there, it's actually pretty it's smooth actually moving. Tw- yeah. I, you're, you're in it the whole time. That you just give it an intermission. Don't give me that formula. Love the costume design. It is beautiful, rich colors, and it so seems very authentic. This was DVD era, right? Oh, so yeah. oh yeah. You can't split this up into two VHSs like you could have with Titanic. No, that's true. But it does come on on VHS because we also own it on VHS we back did home. Own. I was, just just a one or though. I was actually just back really? home. Yeah, just a one. Yeah, I just saw the tape. I was gonna watch it, but I don't know if the VCR was. Okay I don't know if this will be anybody else's favorite aspect, like real film people. I I love the cinematography and lighting in this. Movie. The beginning farm. It's always the sunset, just that glow through everyone's hair. It's beautiful. They capture the ray of lights, and they use it tonally like when it's sad and depressing, it's dark and gray, whatever. But like the rich, colorful warmth, I'm like, I fucking love this. I would like it if just in the middle there, instead of the lull, just give me a 15 minute. More warmth than John Williams. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, just give me like a intermission, like uh, a, just give me a quick Ichabod Crane story in the middle of this, because you guys <laughs> just captured the just look. Mel Gibson instead of like that, like Fort Wilderness. It's just him telling Ichabod Crane around the fire. Something, anybody, yeah. And yeah. they got married after that story. Uh, Recap. I do, and I Two think the, I, I think the action sequences are great in this movie mm-hmm. the war the battle scenes the scale and scope of it i think it's got a little good is it a little melodramatic is it a little cheesy yeah fuck off. sometimes yeah but uh one thing i do want to say throw away comments at the very beginning of the movie but just mel gibson building that rocking chair i've always had that little dream of me being a little carpenter woodworker and building some sort of furniture never gonna happen but if you're wondering though that frustration comes out in other it. places in his life <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> at that point, I get it. He's a craftsman. He's a worker. Just buy a fucking shirt. And he did a, does have that comment when he's talking about his wife telling him to stay the course when he gets a little too drunk and starts talking his mouth off. I'm like, oof. But he could have used her a couple of years later. Also, yeah, yeah. There, there seemed like a lot of parallel foreshadowing to real life Mel Gibson. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. A lot of kids. Lot of I've kids. often hope, like feared my ghosts would come back. <laughs> and, and, and they did. Uh. They did, Mel. Uh, I just want to talk about two actors I think we should focus on, and that is Heath Ledger and Jason Isaacs. I would say out of everyone else in this Jason movie, Isaacs. Jason, Jason Isaacs. Sorry, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'd like to talk take, about. Take a second. I'd like, no to talk, <laughs> I'd like to talk about Heath Ledger and Jason Isaacs. I just feel above everyone else in the movie, their performances kind of stood out more. Um, I I I don't. Well, I agree with that. I think they jump off the screen. It seems like there's obviously something about Heath Ledger that. You're you're drawn to watching him mm-hmm. in whatever role and most movies except Brothers Grimm he is in, <laughs> like he he's just got whatever that quality is. He's a great actor. He's versatile, but you you you're drawn to him. True. And Jason Isaacs, I've never hated. It was the first time I've hated someone so Jason, much in film. Maybe Jason Isaacs plays that role so well. Like he plays the evil guy so well. I don't know what it is. He. But the here's movie you did he, me- mention here, earlier, he does play lighthearted in November. Sweet November. Sweet yes. November. I mean, he's obviously a character actor. I think he probably did a lot of like stage work, and he's Lucius or Lucius Malfoy, however you say it. But what I think he brings to this table, uh, brings to the table for for his uh, role in the Patriot, mm-hmm. he's got disdain for everybody else. He's smug. He and he's maniacal. He doesn't need to be bad. Mm. It seems like he wants to, and that comes across in his delivery and. F- facial expressions and everything and that's why he kills it yes he's so dislikable if you recast this with another person the actions of the character are dislikable but i think his betrayal is what adds to the character i couldn't agree more it it like brings it three-dimensional he's bringing it to there lots of people can play bad guys evil guys anyway i agree though jason isaacs this, this is his role i mean also again i feel like these were some of the first times I saw Jason Isaacs and not Heath Ledger, but th- these were just kind of the first times they really popped out on screen for me too. I yeah. actually thought Thomas and Mel killed it too. Um, Thomas was in it so briefly. I do have a comment on that character. Glad he, I'm not glad he got killed, but he would have died day one. Well, on. He would have died day one in service. Animosity. I'm not glad he got killed. Animosity. What the fuck was his plan? Just running up to Heath Ledger, pushing a few people, and saying, "Run!" They're surrounded. They're surrounded by everybody. I don't want to be, like agree with Taddington, but stupid boy. Like, like he <laughs> something. Like I don't think he should have gotten Silly shot, boy. But he, he. What was he gonna do? What was he gonna do? Run to the wood to aim um, for the bushes. I, I think I, I think uh, Mel Gibson though. I, I really like his. He, he this could be such a misstep in casting, don't you think? It's a what, gamble. for Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. It's a historic. There's some people, and this was what was tough about recasting. It's hard to see everybody in 1781. I agree that that was a little harder. Yeah, but, you, you can't put a cologne tail on everybody, and it just works. But it really does work. Mel on was just like spotted. Like call Mel. But uh, he carries the movie still, I think. Without him, no, I agree. He still does have a great performance. I do, just those two do have a kind of surprising breakout role, I would say, in this for not being the stars. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, the the character actors, and this is with most movies. I like it's they bring um, a roundness to characters that are flat. You know I agree I mean? with that. Like every, really, all the B characters and all all the supporting cast are have at least a fun line or at least a quotable line from the movie. It's a quotable line. Even that just tall guy. What do you know about war? Everyone has a random. <laughs> yeah, line that in that there. guy was um from uh, 
New Amsterdam. Now we know it as New York. He was the only guy from Brooklyn in Virginia at the t- or in South, <laughs> South Carolina. Carolina. What do you know about war? <laughs> like, I think you're in the wrong fucking time period, but okay. Uh, just a quick comment, kind of a question. I think with just such little stimulus and entertainment, they're so excited for the mail. I think I would have slept a lot. What would you guys have done for fun in colonial times when you probably just had the Bible to read a lot? Well, we couldn't have done anything. You would have you would have prayed. You would have worked. You would have worked and prayed. I would have slept a lot and been real weird religious. Yeah, that's why you call hey, people you... witches. I mean, Gabe's <laughs> coming back with like some sort of pheasant or something. You can hunt. You can hunt. You can fish. You can go to the swim hole. We you know that hunt. much. You can fish. Okay, that's yeah. true. That's true. I don't know what I would have done. I would have slept a lot. Yeah, and especially the sleeping situation. You're not getting a lot of alone time to... <laughs> what about eating um, an apple with a knife? That's that's super colonial. That's sustenance. I mean, that's just that's just that's <laughs> necessary. That's a hobby. Um, I love that scene. Obviously, I assume it wasn't natural happening. Actually, but... that was improvised. Mel Gibson just had an apple with him and uh, just surprised. Uh... Yeah, but they both ate it that way. Come well, on. that had to be a little choreographed. Um, okay, I do have like a big thing I love about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, just one of my favorite things outside of the look of it. I really do love the look and the score. It's the revenge aspect. Very few movies give you exactly the revenge you want immediately. Thomas or, is well, de- I would say it takes about two and a half to three hours. Sorry, no, no, no. The the revenge of just killing um, um, Tavington, Jason mm-hmm. Isaac's character. Yes, that's the long build. But Thomas gets killed. Gabriel gets taken. And then the best scene in the fucking movie happens. And then 20 people are in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that poor, that kind of like uh, that general who had a conscience. Like, yeah. Uh, who was, yeah, oh, poor, oh, that guy. Okay, we, we, bad we, did for him. Feel bel- we did feel bad for him. Okay, a couple, couple animosities scene, with that. That scene immediately. The if ambush. you see him going crazy, stay down. That guy who gets up and runs oh, at yeah. the end, come on, buddy. And also, kind of just animosity, Those that is like 20 men being taken down by one man and two boys like father father i know we're not used to like i'm i'm glad i killed those men oh well maybe not no okay i'm glad and then little sam is like, don't talk to me. there is a great moment though when they realize oh my god our dad's not gabriel came from war yeah can we talk every, about yeah. oh yeah actually that shot where like mel gibson turn like comes up turns around he's covered in blood and then it's like just a wide shot of his three sons looking like holy, holy shit, shit. Even our dad's <laughs> insane i mean he's covered in blood Even and they just heard so it's it's sam and nathaniel right there yeah. you're like all right just like you're, you're taking the first shot dad you're really sweaty right now like What's, what's going dad, on? you're scaring me. Yeah. yeah. That seems pretty intense. So they went from, oh my God, our dad's a hero, <laughs> to, oh my God, this is, we don't know it yet, war crimes. Yeah. Like, this is a whole nother thing. And then you realize, I'm never going to cross this man again. In fact, the man I once <laughs> knew as dad is now Benjamin Martin to me. I'm going to let him make his rocking chairs in peace. I'm <laughs> yeah, never no going to let him. I'm not going to talk really. shit about him anymore. Um, It's the moment when you hear this from your dad. <laughs> 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 You're like, what is happening there? Uh, Dad! Yeah. Uh, just at the very beginning, when there's like 26 to whatever, the levy passed. How many people do you think died before war from those bullets coming back down? Great question. And like when Gabriel's walking down there with that shit-eating grin and someone right beside him just light, like fires a gun next to his head. like It's my very first comment. It's just a lot of ill-advised pistol shooting. Yeah, a lot. Especially for like metals probably being a little more rare. Maybe just in gunpowder, like save some. So let's say like yeah, a bill gets passed, right? we're about to go to right? war. Yeah, maybe just let's a huzzah. Just, let's say something like that happens, right? We're sure. all excited. Let's throw... Yeah, bam, bam, and in the sky. There's a lot of like 
it just keeps going. She's like, you're reloading. I'm so excited. I'm going to do another I, one. Bang! I do have a question about the clip they were shooting reloading and like shooting into the sky. For reload time being like, what, like five minutes? I feel like a lot of gunfire was happening. Hear me out. Not loading in the musket. Like, how Maybe. excited you are. She's like, cannot wait. Was that 21 to 12? The levy passed. <laughs> Give me a fucking second. Fuck, I wasn't ready. God damn it. Hear me out, though. Hear me out, though. Maybe we're just like not wadding it, just pouring in gunpowder and shooting blanks and just pa 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 like our little cap guns. Um, no, they Did didn't do have that? cap guns, yeah, right? No, I'm saying you don't put the ball. I mean, oh, you're, you're just, saying you're just firing oh, yeah, gunpowder, so maybe it's safer oh, than we that. be smart. Yeah, yeah. I you, don't know about muskets. I don't. I, I know yeah, yeah, nothing because it's muskets. still the gunpowder. You're just taking out the projectile knows part of it. I mean, <laughs> I know about projectiles. Um, to your point, though, I, going into war, I, I, we've only read about just how scarce things got for the the colonials. Just you're looking back three weeks later, like. Bam! Yeah, shouldn't really get so shouldn't. excited Just about that. Could use some huh? of that gunpowder. Mm, yeah, would have been nice to have some of that. Bullets. I do want to talk about Benjamin Martin's character trait. He takes Thomas's bullets. He he boils them down. Mm-hmm. Um, so he boils them down from one. I, I like that aspect. It's a cool little character trait the whole time. Sure. Yeah. But even if you don't get shot um, in a fatal place. Whatever the pain is on that, just scrape in your body. You're dead in a week. Oh yeah, you're just gonna get a terrible infection so and burn. Are we from to the believe that out. those are like little lead figurines? Is that? I how, assume. So. I would think so. Is yeah. That how we're getting a bullet out of or that, or just some other soft? Ma- I mean, like a l- aluminum tin. I don't know or what they had. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I assume it's lead. I didn't know you could melt it down like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little bullet things. Um, do you want to know one aspect that I like about this movie and like these three genres of movie? What's uh, a lot of war movies, unless it's like the psychological fury apocalypse now war movie, mm-hmm. you got this, you got sports movies, and then you got heist movies. I like the team coming together. You got the militia. It's like we're training, we're making it happen. This happens in movies like Robin Hood. I These just aren't like the kind of team. men you need. You got the church boys. You yeah. got those bar people. Also, just going back to that scene, how do you just do the Death to death, or like long live of King George, and get back in that bar after that. People were throwing yeah. knives and shooting. Like you can't just poke your head in it back in and be like, "We're just kidding, just yeah, joking." I mean, you're dealing with the ghost, Benjamin Martin. Like this is true. He's gonna be fine. Aren't you a little too old to be li- believing in ghost, ghost stories? <laughs> um, I do want to just shout out Sidekick. Love that best friend. I think their chemistry is palpable. Wish he could have made it through to the end instead of the honored, honored guy. That guy should have made it. You know. Yeah, I can't believe Honor did make it through. I mean, obviously, Occam saved him, but... Yeah. Well, even at the end, he makes it through all the... There fucking... are three heartbreaking moments, albeit maybe to the critic's point, melodramatic. Mm-hmm. But when his friends... The <laughs> when, he, when, when he sees that his family got killed and he shoots himself, that's gut-wrenching. That's a pretty heavy moment. That was a pretty heavy moment in the theater, yeah. Obviously, the church burning down, that's just rough. That's uh, pretty for me, is when Gabriel died. I didn't realize how like sad that was. That I got choked up a little bit. Oh yeah, it it's heartbreaking in the moment, and you kind of realize as much as we love Gabriel. Hey Alexa, shut the fuck shut up. The fuck up, Alexis. Alexa, <laughs> um, you just you're not your dad. Maybe you double tap him before you go chop the fuck out of him. Always double tap. You gotta you gotta Always double, double tap. Always double tap. Um, and then obviously this one got me in theater and still kind of does. Papa, Papa, uh, I'll you know say what? anything. That one's that, <laughs> God damn it. I'm not maybe, gonna lie. Maybe it's worth it to go to go to to go to Gullah Gullah Island just for that scene. That is sad. That never maybe got we me. Maybe could have fit it in somewhere. That never got me until this viewing. The Papa for some. That like, never got you. No, it's sad. No, that but the me. death. What movie this come out in? Two thousand. Look at me when I was like twelve. I'm like that is sad. 
That is just sad. Mm, it really is, but not as sad as Gabriel going down. Oh, just after the wife, too, and after the wedding. That will got to double tap. Got to double it, tap. It did surprise me the first. I mean, one, I was very young. Because you had the first hit of Thomas, right? Yeah. I mean, Thomas was dumb. He was a kid. But Jesus, Thomas. He felt a little reckless, yeah. All right. That was a pretty bad move. He was, what, 14, 15? No, he's 15. He was 15. Can 17. I just say about the church, though? The yes. church was a liability in the first place. It was bound to go up in flames on just a hot day. It seemed like it just took like a little a flame. That oh, thing was kindling. Also, I threw one torch on there. One torch on there? That Maybe thing went two. up in I flames. I think there was two. Two and torches. We on might there. have like five, ten minutes before we all dive smoke inhalation, but I'm beating that guy to death. He oh. ratted us all out. Yeah. Oh, God. Benedict him. Arnold? Yeah. He's, he's just beating the shit out of him until he can't yep, breathe anymore. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Also, I actually have to blame the church people. Get out of the fucking church. Cookies and fellowship. <laughs> yeah, and well, also if you're coming, if you're somebody com- can get out of the church. Maybe you get shot. They, they are surrounded by guards on the outside. No, if you see. I watched for this time. Leaving, they but, leave pretty. I well, know they got a couple, but one of them's their you, neighbor. He probably let some of them go. Well, probably, but if you look, they are surrounded. It's just the cavalry that's taking off. All the like foot soldiers, they're still sticking around. Yeah, that you mean true. the worst people are taking off, and yeah. like nobody wants to watch innocent people burn alive unless you're Covington. Covington. Tevington. God damn it, I should even stop saying his name because this is one thing that just pisses listeners off. <laughs> well, uh, but this is as close as I get because I've seen this movie so many times. True. Um, just a general comment about just Revolutionary War and how that all goes. Like, imagine just being like a piccolo player in town and like, oh, fuck. Don't want to be a piccolo flag well, no, or drum. On, like, I want to have a weapon. Let's say you play the piccolo around town, mm-hmm. festivals, all that. Like, oh, people, Cameron's good. We yeah, need to get him good. in the unit. <laughs> yeah, he's, we need him. Like, yeah. he's, and you're like, oh, fuck. I mean, you're now a piccolo I, player. But you're also, drafted as the piccolo player. But also, Mark, try going into battle and not having my rousing piccolo, <laughs> like, inspiring you to go in, you know? I mean, I, I assume... That's what I'm saying. If you're scared just, for war, you're fucked. You're good at pickles. Just by human you're nature, in. we all agree that if we were transported from where we are now to revel, everybody's... It's just like a golf range. You're aiming for the drummer. You're aiming for the pickle player. Although you should probably kill somebody with a gun. And you're also aiming for the flag bearer. I will say, fun. though, this movie... <laughs> pick them off. This movie has the <laughs> most... And I can tell you what. I'm never picking up the flag. <laughs> Gonna hold a gun. This movie the has the most flag waiver. This movie has the most flag waiver takeouts ever. They like punch and take out three flag people in this. Um, it's got one of the most epic flag carriers of all time, though. I again to go with the, the to the um, um shot design. I really like the widescreen musket shooting at night. It's just a cool look. Anything it, shot at the shot. original farm is really pretty. Anything before they leave is really nice. Um, I agree with that. Um, I'd be kind of bummed that our hideout's in a swamp. Like, everything, it's always going to be wet. My feet are just going to be soggy. We always have to trek in is on this water. It, is it there just because they assume that the Redcoats won't go to swamp area? Yeah, because it's a gross swamp. Yeah, they're 100% right, too, Jordan. Yeah. I think even at one point, the neighbor t- <laughs> says they're at the old ma- the retreating to that swamp area. Yeah, like, hate when, that. When, when the when the neighbor rats him out, it's like, I can tell you the size of their boot. He's like, yeah, they're at the old mission swamp kind of thing. Like, yeah. they know where they're at at that point, and they still go back to there. Yeah, because they're like, we're not going. We're not, we're not, we're not going to the swamp. <laughs> so maybe I guess it's perfect, but I would hate it. And also, more people should be alarmed by Gabriel's black teeth when he's coming out. This is a time of disease and death. <laughs> yeah, that, his dad's like, "Oh my God, you have the black no. mouth." Death. That, that part actually got me like chuckling, uh, pretty heftily. There's, there's like, a couple. She, she's like smiling. I'm like, "Oh, you got a lot of shit on your teeth." Don't you? I mean, Plague couldn't have. I mean, 
it was far enough. But they had a lot of problems in colonial times. Yeah, you got to be worried about that. I mean, I'm sure people have, like, black mouth is the sign of your dead Lemons. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> they scurvy. There's a couple of recurring funny gags. There's the there's the teeth one, then the, like with the ink. Then there's the dad just mishearing things. That that's always funny. Mm. Well, of course you can call yourself a man. Oh, writer. Oh, writer. Mm. Those are always cheeky. He burns to death in a church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only one guy deserved to. Yeah. Oh, that's can true. I talk about the first church um, scene with uh, uh, Anna? What's her name? Anne. Yeah. Anne. Um. Pretty easy to uh, sway everyone into battle. Yeah. Uh, trickle down unverified. Uh, the Anne speech scene is actually inspired by Abigail Adams' letters to John Adams about the war and inspiring uh, other patriots to get involved. I mean, it was uh, it was uh, inspiring her speech. But if I was in there, getting um, kind of like guilted and peer pressured into being, I just a militia, came for the ten thirty service. <laughs> yeah, I'm like uh, Anne, why don't you just uh, shut the fuck up? Well, if I came in there and was inspired by the speech, cookies and fellowship, and <laughs> so, I would then leave the church and then see those bodies hanging on the tree. And be like, oh yeah, no, I'm not going to get involved uh, in this at all. Totally good, being neutral on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Big question: did, mm-hmm. did we ever watch this in like middle school? High school? I did think we, we actually this? did watch scenes of it to help I never understand did, the revolutionary war. I also think it's because in our school system they teach it in fifth grade, and in fifth grade this movie didn't exist because I was in. I mean, look grade. at the, look at the trailer on like uh, YouTube, and it's just a bunch of comments like, "Oh, I'm watching this in school right now." I think it just we were old enough where it didn't exist. Because in 2000, what grade would you guys have been in? I was probably like an eighth grader by that point. Fifth or sixth, oh, right? Oh, you guys could have been right around but, there. But it would have been a new release. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> it, it would have been, been tough like to get that in fourth grade. Yeah. We maybe caught this in some sort of world cultures, modern American history, Coatsy. seems like we would have caught some yeah, scenes I kind of feel like I remember some... I think it was I'll high school. This. I think it was a later thing. For Not all... a Tomahawk Massacre scene, but like some sort of other scene, maybe. Oh, I, I do got a... scene at the beginning, maybe? I don't I know. do got a Tomahawk question. Sure. In the final uh, battle between um, Jason Isaacs, you know, mm-hmm. when, when uh, Benjamin Martin gets a Tomahawk hit out of his hand... I just keep watching. It is going to hit somebody. Oh, my God. God damn it. This is Benjamin Martin's tomahawk in my calf. I'm seriously injured. Honestly, I'm going to lose my goddamn leg. The tomahawk is a wild aspect of this movie. Like oh, yeah. e- Even um, <laughs> when when Gabriel's like held hostage and it's, he just, no, 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 dad, no, 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 no. And he throws that guy knowing... I got to get this guy in the head before I can go have my fun and chop the shit out of that <laughs> yeah. guy. Like, I got to get this done. I have a question, kind of an animosity, but how does Jason Isaacs not put together that that farm he burnt down and that boy he killed created the ghost that was created right outside of that barn he, fir- Cameron, he burnt down? He has just burned down so many houses. <laughs> That's true. I mean, how many, you know. He unfortunately burnt down the ghost. I mean, that, that's a clear-cut case of don't start, no shit, won't be, no shit. Right. But he had burnt down so many houses. That's Cameron. true, that's true. <laughs> to it the point where Cornwallis s- is like, you gotta stop burning yeah. down houses. That's true. Like, this is becoming a problem. Yeah, let's watch People this are talking. More. I mean, so yeah. It'd be tough to be like, well, which house? <laughs> I burnt down like four on the way here. In fact, you'd be like, why wouldn't you just keep the houses around? That would... Benjamin I thought Martin's that you was stop burning down but... houses. Keep some of those nice houses. Just yeah. kick them out and take them. Yeah. I oh. mean, kill all you want. Oh, uh, I do think about that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Sucks your house got burned down. But say it didn't. You got 15 dead 
colonials sitting around. Like, you got to bury them or burn them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, it's yeah, fun, instead tough, of, like, fun. do your chores, instead of, like, yeah, feed the pigs, it's uh, go clean up the corpses. <laughs> you got to clean up all the dead corpses. Also, funny thought on top of that. You know how he comes into the, the neighbor's room when he's Which sleeping? Uh, Jason Isaacs. When he comes into the neighbor's room, he's like, quick, that man on the old, like, Spanish swamp. He also did that to ten other people. Like, quick, that man on that hill next to the old, like, like windmill. <laughs> quick, that man on the... Yeah. They slaughtered a lot of families that weekend. I mean, he did. He sure no, did. I mean, then he went after all those oh, families. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, how many houses did he himself... One church. I'm going to count that as about six houses. Yeah. Because he killed the town. I do got a question about the town. I thought this when I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. With all this area, and I don't know what taxes are, and, like, why would you want to live in a town next to the six people you know? Um, Just terrifying frontier. Yeah, uh, just frontier. Attacks problems. always from different things, that's animals true. and humans. Yeah. We're, like, Safety. just the fifth out of the sixth colonies that we have right now. That's possibly. true. I don't have a lot of outdoors. Strength numbers. I'm, the, numbers. I'm not saying us. I'm just saying them. It's no, like, I get, no, I totally get what you're Not saying. everybody's Benjamin Martin. Like, he's going to be fine out there. I worry for anybody that fucks with Benjamin Martin. I'm just a reverend. That's true. That's true. The reverend I get. Mr. Martin. Um, okay, so th- this is an intense scene. I do like it. When Jason Isaacs and the Redcoats and the cavalry are going to Aunt Charlotte's house to to kill the family. But when, uh, what's the, it's not Thomas. What's the young boy, the, the Disney child actor? You all know who Nathan. I'm talking about. Nathan. When Nathan is hiding under the table, and then he's clearly just on the other side of that tablecloth. Like, I've actually noticed now, you can see a lump of feet in someone. Like, you can yeah. see someone no. there, like... No. Like you, he's there. He's clear <laughs> there. legs. There's legs, and then there's like just a womp. Also, I do believe this to be the creakiest time in a, in history. It's <laughs> yeah. all wood. Creakiest. It's just the creakiest time. Yeah, you're this right. This is new, still creaky. What do you think? Like seventeen hundred to like seventeen hundred to like eighteen oh five. Just right before the fuck. Civil War, and everything's just covered in sawdust and like logs. It was creaky <laughs> up until then. There was some finish to it in the Northeast. Creaky fucking time. Creaky. Because before this, we're dealing with like either like shacks, shanty towns, or like <laughs> castles. This is one the middle class. Not the middle class. It's just creaky, creaky time. Right. That's all I'm saying. I'm just maybe you're just maybe in this moment like the red coats are like, what's one creak from another? It's just creaky time. It's true. They are walking in with their boots and such. So maybe it wasn't the sound there. Okay, honest to God question. So Mel Gibson and Gabriel together the entire time. How does Gabriel set up a hidden wedding the week that like they all have furlough to see their families? Don't, like, the post is so slow. How could uh, he have possibly set all that up? One the wedding pisses me off so bad. I mean, to, like start off with that. There's there's time apart a- after after they. But, but if he, I'm not mistaken, cause, like because Gabriel they, took the the Benjamin Martin family and aunt to Gullgulls Island. My, so they, like they, they were sh- they separated. Came there. They showed up there, but they already he found them there. There were already families being attacked. No, they came there. Him and him, Gabriel and Mel Gibson show up. Benjamin Martin. Then then he's like, "If I, I'll know what you feel when I have my no, own no, family." No, no, then no, no. Because Gabriel town. Gabriel relayed the message to Benjamin Martin. I like she's talking. What she say? Like he was there with him, separate of Benjamin Martin. So I assume he stopped in town and like got supplies and shit like that. Okay. Like they were separate a little bit. I don't know. Okay, that's fair. Even so, I'm seems like they sure. could not have gotten that together that quickly. That's all. You know, um, Anne's dad's little like mm-hmm. cone for hearing. Yeah, his yak horn. All I know is this: it's great to hear conversations. It's not cool to creep on your daughter having whatever. Sex she, yeah, it's not sex with but, your war hero buddy's yeah. son. Yeah. Well, as I said, there wasn't a lot to do back then, Jordan. That's true. 
I heard more than your mother did. Well, I hope so. <laughs> um, so the, the the biggest animosity with this movie is the golf beachside lull, the wedding scene. Yeah, I mean, that's just a little slow there. But otherwise, I mean, still a great It movie. doesn't ruin it for me. No. Um, question about Benjamin Martin's intentions. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Did the wife die in childbirth for the last? Well, couldn't kid? have though, because I, th- I actually was thinking about that. Because she has memories. Well, yeah, because Susan could talk before the wife died, and like, because why would it be? Okay. It, we wouldn't be weird if she's never. So talked. she just she died just... of illness or something like that, or Benjamin. Martin. Yeah, but would it, she'd still have to be like two, probably like in like talk or like three and starting. Well, I to think talk when we by first see her, she's like two. But that's what I'm saying. Then why is everyone so weirded out that she's not talking that much? I mean, education wasn't great back then. I'm sure she's right on par. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like she could not have talked then. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe was, it's because she was. I, I was a little confused about some of the so age stuff. So my right main at the beginning. question is: we don't know how the wife died. Whatever. I'm not saying that there was foul play or anything. Right. How long in advance is? <laughs> Hopefully not. Is um, Mel Gibson like uh, Aunt Aunt Charlotte? Well, she's in about the mix. two and a half. So I don't know. About a year after that. Yeah, but she's obviously either a widower, or but she didn't have kids. She, she kept it very tight. He must have been for years being like, I got to back up. Do not worry. I'll be fine. We didn't see her a bunch. She really doesn't have a bunch. She really likes the she kids. Has money. Yeah, she could be the worst. I mean, there's probably reasons she's single and just has a mansion. I mean, you know. That's true. And at that time, we don't know how old she is, but, but she Like, the pickup be. line is her set. Like, when he, Mel Gibson comes up, she's like, you know, I'm not my sister. And he's like, yeah, I know. She's like, so you're going to do something about it? And he's like, what? <laughs> so, like, you know, she's not the coolest. <laughs> it was cool colonial time flirting, though, just looking Smooth. off straight. Yeah, and then grabbing her head forcefully and making out with her. She's a good babysitter though yeah solid the best she's taking the kids for three years i'm speculating three years i mean the movie starts pre-war with gabriel just signing up and in his letter he's like three seasons have passed so it's almost a full year before we even see our characters again i mean speaking of letters like how long is like snail mail in the 1700s what are we doing even get it so if you even get it if you even get it i mean i believe at the beginning uh, do they have an address i don't know gabriel gabriel is just collect collect, like carrying mail and he never gets it (laughs) he's dead by the time they get those messages he's like oh yeah He's oh, yeah. gone. The war is over. I mean, here's all I know about the War of 1812. The deadliest battle happened two weeks after the war officially ended because nobody, nobody knew. knew. The Battle of New Orleans. So, like, take that. Like, My just God. nobody fucking knew. They're like, they, they fought it. Lots of people died in New Orleans. They're like, the war was over for how long? They're like, well, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> Some like, guy shit. in Wyoming. War? <laughs> yeah, no shit. I mean, I always thought, even though we didn't grow up in this time period in Iowa, we weren't part of, like, the everything going on. Like, it'll happen here way later. Also, speaking of the war being over, I just kind of funny thought at the end of the movie, but when they're building his house, Mel Gibson's, mm-hmm. like, ooh, really happy you started, but, like, my previous house was kind of bigger, not loving the floor plan. I had my own image of what I was going to do. It seems like they built it where the previous house existed, correct? I would guess, Like, yeah. pretty close to where yeah, it was. Yeah. I'd be like, mm, got a lot of bad memories here. A lot, a lot of, people, of bad memories. A lot of people also, died here. Abe Lincoln's not a thing yet, so... He, his, they were, they were free, free men, men on that. On free. Mel Gibson was a very honorable yeah, South they, Carolina they did, Southern man in the plantation area, running a plantation. I guess that'd be an animal. They made him a little very, too, little yeah. too yeah. But it would really take you out to... Yeah, if he was running a slave plantation too, yeah. but he was a likable guy somehow sure. still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It would have been pretty hard. Um, I mean, the only things really about the movie that do get a little annoying are all the, well, it's a free country, or at least it will be. Or yeah, like, we're sure. building a free land in a free world. They're doing a little, we're trying to get out of taxation. It's we're trying a, to get out of the under the thumb of taxation. I didn't count more than five of those, though, like the over the top ones. There, you can glance past them, but those are the only things that kind of do annoy me. It was close to being a Disney attraction, but not. Yeah. Really. It wasn't It was close. They it say was it's close. close. It's just dangerously close. They say it's going to be a new world, but it's the same world, but then, really. The uh, next scene you have like a decapitation or like someone's yeah. like leg getting blown off yeah. so. and that helps even so the director or the producer i don't remember which one was fighting that decapitation and i heard they're like we don't want it to be an r, r yeah. i'm like how was it not already an r a lot of blood the, like i guess you didn't see him chopping that guy up but that felt more i mean that Brutal. was grotesque uh one, one little just tiny nitpicky animosity they have but this is with a lot of movies before a lot of just like 4k and like just digital cameras but when you can clearly see in editing they chose it to be a slow motion move moment after the fact just because they don't have a high oh, enough gotcha. frame rate and there's a couple moments in this movie where you can just see it kind of get like a little glitchy slow-mo because they clearly yeah. just slowed it down instead sure. of preparing ahead of time for that i don't know if it i happens. would have known what that was until you just said it in the yeah end that's i mean it, it happens a lot in older movies when you they just editing they chose slow-mo instead of just speeding up well, the frame rate to get like just a better right, right. i'd say you notice it more often like in older older movies when they speed it up yeah like we're not going to shoot this fat true we're, we're not putting anybody in danger but we're speeding it up to make it look and in a not comical way we're like we need then this it feels like, like that, you right. get the benny hill music their feet are just moving a little too fast i do want to say um Obviously, they use CGI for some of the wide extra mm-hmm. shots, but I think they used like 800 extras in this no, movie. Yeah. I saw like an absurd number. It is a lot of just practical people, practical effects. I mean, well, not all of it. Especially the, for the time that it was right on the cusp of everything CGI, right? Right. I think it's pretty, the scope and scale with the extras is still pretty good. It's helped its longevity and just its believability still. It just, it looks still super accurate. I mean, just the, the set, man, the clothing, it's also good. I love, it's it's not a fall movie, but it, it feels like it, doesn't it? It's the color. It's the it's warm a, orange. It's the brown and oranges. I actually like The Dead of Summer. I love it as a... Uh, it is a 4th yeah, of July as movie. As a 4th of July movie. I really yeah, do. for sure. I mean, but there's... We don't get into winter that much, I guess, because there's just South that Carolina. one scene with Gabriel oh, in the beginning really? writing. Gabriel's uh, friend who's like, we're going to join together and live forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that guy. Yeah. I love this movie, though. I still do. I get the faults it has, the lull, the melodrama, the historical inaccuracies, but sometimes you gotta say, I don't fucking care. I like this movie. For 2000? Um, USA, USA. All yeah. the way. Oh, I do. I mean, we should mention Mel Gibson, anti Semitic, disgraceful. Oh yeah, we've brought up yeah, fuck Mel Gibson. We're not a this is not a Mel Gibson if, if podcast. You're, if you're new to the podcast, uh, Jordan and I are Jews, but we haven't forgiven Mel Gibson. But we choose to well, still know. watch. Yeah. We choose to still watch a couple of movies that we already yeah. own. So we're not helping anybody. We're not forgetting it. It seems like he's. I don't know if he ever got canceled completely or he served his time. From, he did for major motion pictures. He's working independently, making a lot of his own content, but he's not getting a lot of options for. Yeah big releases in so the like, past like we're not defending know, it but it's like i like this i movie. like this movie back then and it's nostalgic it's and i'm me. not gonna lie to you he directed hacksaw ridge and it's probably got the problems you don't like about if you don't like mel gibson the way he directs you're not gonna like it but it was I, okay it's still I a good it. movie yeah. I still, he still has it he makes good entertaining big movies or at least he did before uh no, hacksaw he, ridge came out like five years ago four years ago oh true anyway we're not forgiving him uh Hey, but anti-Semitism's re- bad, but there's a lot of anti-Semitics out there, and they don't make good movies. And I want you to look into your heart and say, "Hey, is hating Mel Gibson um, more than how much I love Heath Ledger?" So you know, let's remember that this is a great Heath Ledger movie. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to recasting. 
recasting. All right, recasting. This one is, I mean, you could recast. You can a go shit deep ton of in people. this. I tried to keep it a little more main, but what would you have? I think you went Can a I go deep before the main. the main characters? I have two randos. Non like just completely side yeah, characters. Yeah, go. Um the welcome this is the King's Highway. Oh, this is the King's Highway. That that douche. Benedict Cumberbatch. Boom. Funny enough, I was going to put him somewhere that works Boom. pretty good. Boom. This, this is the, the King's, King's Highway. Fuck yeah. him, yeah. I can see him okay. getting shot in the head and deserving it and after that. And then this one's going to annoy listeners and probably you guys, but either make them a fancy soldier uh, like, like at the, oh, fireworks. <laughs> okay. I think you guys know where I'm going with that. Andy, Andy Dick? Dick. Yeah. Okay, cool. I just, just wanted it the whole time. I thought it might be, but nice. Okay. Uh, the Reverend? Did anybody have the Reverend? I did not get not the Reverend. Give me, give me Liam Neeson, but like... Make him like old and okay. reverie. Yeah, he but would. He would put people. He would down. be killing some people. He'd be yeah. going Benjamin Martin on some masses. Oh, sneaky trickle down. Love where he gets shot. Oh yeah, that uh, gun toss is toss amazing. The toss. What? Yeah, Touch. we did not talk about. I'm stuff. not exactly sure, but I think when we saw that in theater, people like maybe not applauded, but like, like holy oh, shit! Oh. But like, had an audible, like yes, yeah. a gasp. Yes. Absolutely, was, I gasped. It was Today. solid. It was yeah. solid. It really. <gasps> Clutch cargo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's a moment where they plan the slow mo, and it's a beautiful frame rate. I'll tell you that. This they movie, okay, it. this movie did have a you lot of slow mo. Slow mo cam. You're right. Uh, obviously, I think if you watch, I know Mel Gibson didn't direct it, but he loves a bloody slow mo shot. Yeah. Of reflection of I just murdered. <laughs> <laughs> like he loves it. I mean, man, so do I. Captain Wilkins. Ah man. I yeah, I did. I think one. I did. Captain Wilkins. That would be. He's the one who like eventually throws the torch on oh, the yeah, church. Oh yeah, he's the neighbor. He's the bad neighbor that like I can tell you. He's the a Benedict Arnold yeah, essentially, yeah. like yes, the traitor correct. amongst his friends. Uh, who'd you have? Because I think we might have the same person. No, probably not. Okay, okay. If you had the same person for <laughs> uh, this no, role, no. I would just be fucking shocked. <laughs> I did Ben Affleck. I don't know. He kind of looked. Oh, like interesting. <laughs> I could see him just for the swarmy out. reason. <laughs> I, I don't know. He like kind of looked like him at one point, like a young Ben Affleck. <laughs> okay, I you know? know? Do, do you want to looks like? Sure. Young before he broke into stardom, like first season Will Ferrell. That's oh, weird. Okay. Look at him. They look alike. Uh, who's the who's a uh, Kronk? Who's like uh, more broccoli? Uh, oh my god. The, the, I, mean, I don't know. He would have guy. to speak normal. But... <laughs> so you can't do that. Well, but you know, yes. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can't make that guy's voice. <laughs> That's just I can him. tell you the size of his boot. Oh, there is an innuendo there for sure, right? I can tell you the size of his Benjamin boot. Martin. Yeah. I mean, Benjamin. <laughs> we call this the ghost. Uh, Who else you got? Uh, the the daughters I just did everything. The, the daughters I just did the fanning. The fanning. Oh yeah, that, girls, fanning fanning that totally sure. is fine with me. Have all of them in there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, both of them. Just make one the one, the other the other. <laughs> um, Anne Howard. Did anybody do Anne Howard? I did. I did do it's Anne. uninspired. It's Anne ha- uh, Anne Hathaway. Oh, I did Rachel McAdams. Sure. Yeah, yeah. they all. Yeah. That's not uninspired. Fine with anything. Reca- just recast it. Yeah, I know, but like it seemed too on the nose. I wanted to go kind of like a more obscure note. I want but... Natalie Portman. So yeah, you can just say a name. It's fine. I like Natalie Portman. Ooh, that's that's yeah. I, I like love that. That's the bringing most. a little more gravity because her speech would be so like... random. Just make him fluffy and white like Santa Claus. I did Father of Anne Howard, Peter Howard, Nick Nolte. Oh, wow, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> okay, so here's my. Of course, you call yourself a man. <sighs> I just do you know what I want to do? Um, I'm Nick Nolte. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I have a weird one, and this is a looks like, but mm-hmm. I don't know what his American accent is. I think he does it in um, 
in uh, the Adventures of Huck Finn, starring Elijah Wood. Um, I thought Jesus. Robbie Coltrane. It's a looks like, but just it's uninspired. I was thinking that too, but I was also thinking. The, I was also thinking. A, uh, I don't like that word. Hear me out. Thinking Sleepy Hollow, Mister Dursley, and just kind of going that route. He's kind of a fun, cheeky fellow in that movie, and he's robust. Hmm. Yeah, I like that, Mister Dursley. Mister Dursley may, yeah. may win that one. Thank yeah. you. Else you got, Mark? Work, work uh, way up for me. Nathan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> I oh, like that. Yeah, that works for me. I actually, I would, can't hate on that. The only the only one I did out of him was the, there was the Thomas, but I did want to do Nathan just because he is the Disney Channel kid and we know him. You could maybe do like a Lawrence, a Lawrence. Yeah, kid. that would work. With you the, maybe do that, one that of young, them. That, the youngest one there. Yeah, that sure. works for me. I'll go Lawrence, the young one probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't okay. be the okay. Uh, let's no, because that one's Thomas probably. Let's do Lord Cornwallis. This was actually kind one? of hard for me because he he kills. I love it, Tom he, Wilkinson in this. He, yeah, he really does in kill many him. roles. I think he's one of the most versatile older character actors we know. Uh, the, I'm gonna go because Jordan's you gonna hate go this. Chalk. Well, the one I'm doing is Michael Gambon. He played the Dumbledore that replaced Richard Harris. Oh. He, okay, yeah, sure. Just because, but I did also want to put Anthony Hopkins in there just for the That's voice. That's what I was trying to mouth to you right there. Was I like Anthony, Anthony Hopkins? Hopkins. Maybe yeah. not look wise, but voice wise, he would be did you, stern and proper. I like both of them. Anthony Hopkins seems a little more on the nose. The Richard Gambit, just because I've seen him in other roles, he's he's mean. Yeah, in a lot of his roles, he brings whatever that, that, is. that stern fierceness. And I thought about putting Richard Harris there, and I'm like, it's but too why? soft. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's you. Just, I, just, I went. Uh, General Radcliffe from Pocahontas, that voice. Oh, I don't remember his it. Name but it is, seems his like name is David Ogden Steers. He also was um, the clock from Beauty oh, the, from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, what was the, what, what's his name? Cogsworth. Uh, Cogsworth. Cogsworth. So he was Cogsworth and General uh, Radcliffe. Man, just I kind just, of that voice. I don't it's know. Very if he, nice horse blanket. Uh, uh, who did you have for uh, Colonel Harry Burwell? That would be the eleven twenty two sixty three guy. Chris and, Cooper. Yep. Um, I had one, but this wasn't the best. And I know I'm kind of picking it because he was in um, what's this? Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. Jeff Daniels would actually be I actually really Jeff, good at that. Jeff Daniels would kill really? that. That's mine too. Nice. That's what I have. I literally. I so could, I we could all not had to be incepted by Gettysburg. Then. Yeah. In some way, right? Actually, I looked up. Getty, I was. I looked up Civil War movies. Part, part Even though that, I don't think he does like part of that Rasp voice, though. It, I also think though that that character plays a very tired, stressed character, and there is some of that from yeah, Jeff Daniels. I so agree. We were kind of all similar. Yeah. Well, I like that one all around. Yes. I'm surprised you guys agreed with me, but yeah, I like no, that for him. Dead on. Uh, before we do Tavington, let's do. Uh, fuck. Let's do Charlotte. Charlotte, I did have Ni- Naomi Watts. Uh, you would know her from the mom in the ring. She's very similar to um, yeah, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kid- she's very she's friends, friends with, both friends with so Nicole Kidman. And- chalk is Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I'm going to go a little less chalk. Listen to our episode of National Treasure. I'm doing Diane Kruger. Right up here. That's Diane good. Diane Kruger. I thought it the whole time. I love the Diane Kruger. I thought it the whole time. You could. It's a little too star studded, but I did think Charlize Theron would be great in that role too. True. Too big. Theron. Too big. I get it. Maybe not in 2000. Yeah, she's only too big. big. <laughs> Too much gravitas to it. You're right. You're right. Uh, even before we do Tavington, let's do Thomas. Joseph Gordon. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Me yeah, too. Okay. High five here. It's fine. Attack five, five here. But now the most might me. be the real one. Do, I, did this you really might be the realest oh, actual one. Yeah, I have it right here. I have JGL. I agree. Even time wise, it yeah, matches up. But I will say, Mark, bring into my attention, we could definitely put that young Lawrence brother in that middle one as the. the you could put a lot. You could even put Tom, the Brink. Thomas and Nathan could, could be the so lowest many. ones. In oh, fact, Brink could kid. Gabriel be the oldest Lawrence brother? No. No. Goddamn no. Could we just keep Joey Lawrence? No. Joey Lawrence. Whoa. Joey Lawrence could be in this movie 
few lines. Militia guys. Honored. Let's do Tavington. What do you know about war? That was awful. (laughs) Tavington, Tavington, Tavington. Cam, you're up. Uh, I actually don't hate mine. Ray Fiennes. He's also just distinguished British and plays villain a lot, and he's very easy to hate. I almost like him as Cornwallis. I don't hate mine either. I did think about that, too, because he could be a little cheekier, but we didn't really know that until later, but Cornwallis isn't bad, but Ray Fiennes. I like that. I get it. I thought of it. Sean Bean. Ooh, I Mm. like that. That could maybe work. He does play a villain quite a bit, too. It's always still so likable, though, whenever he's kind of a villain. It's still somewhat charming. Fine. Alan Rickman. That was uh, I just I can't think about see that him. Too. Okay, here's why I don't like Alan Rickman. I just can't see him in the field. That I, I, we you gotta be, get he, down. He would be a better um, uh, Cornwallis. Maybe. I think Cornwallis. Maybe, yeah. yeah, he would have to be like Fuck, die, hard, right. die hard age though. Fuck, he has to be right. younger. Listen up. I thought about this long and hard. Oh. I got. Can I give my really want to get him in there because I think he'd be a good villain. Let's hear it. Um, Killing Murphy. Oh, I actually have him for somewhere else. That makes sense too. I wow. might even put him there. But honestly, I think this is no. He's he's perfect for a um, yeah yeah. Well, we'll get there. Daniel Craig is perfect. Here's why. You, That's actually he, he plays dis- yeah as Tuffington. He plays disdain and their smugness with that character. He has pretty harsh eyes. That actually works. He has pretty harsh good. eyes. You could see him on the horse, and we know he could do the action. What he played he... some bad characters before he was Bond. I'm just telling you. I actually, think, actually, actually like I think a lot. that's great. I, I love Jason Isaacs. I like this. my Ray Fiennes, but I actually think yours trumps mine. I, Daniel I, Craig. That's the only one that's I felt surprising good about. One. Good call. Uh, let's go to Gabriel. Hear me out. That's my Cillian Murphy. Okay, I definitely he, thought about. He that. would have been younger. He still would have been kind of a heartthrob. He has high cheekbones. He does good accent work. You have to see um, it's Christian Bale. Oh, oh totally, a- totally thought Christian Bale. So I thought of both of those. I thought Christian Bale great. Younger Christian Bale would have killed it. I thought of Killian Murphy would have killed it. Cillian killing? What is it? Whatever. I've been saying well, Cillian, but I, I, I never know. Sorry. You, you guys aren't going to agree with this, but I actually, the whole time I saw it, um, Damel Gleason, the okay. redhead from About Time. I get it. He's a little more boyish than you want, but I think he could have played the the role really well. Dice hair. I'd have to do that. I don't. The maybe, only the only problem with him is I, I actually like yours better. I thought of them both. I don't want to go Star Wars with Gleason though. But actually, I almost see him as like he the number play, two to yeah, Cornwallis. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, but sir, like that guy. Sure, because okay. he played that. Can I can I say one? What if Gabriel? That just is gonna be weird. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver. No, I could kind of see that. Okay, cool. That's all I need. Let's let's move on to the main attraction, Benjamin Martin. Before anybody says it, before anybody makes fun of me, before anybody calls me out, it's chalk as fuck. It's Russell Crowe. It's Russell Crowe. Of course I thought he, it. I mean, I'm with Cameron you. already alluded to it. I don't know. The Gladiator would... came out in 2000. The, pretty Gladiator much the same came month. out in Would he do an American accent or would he do British? He's Australian. <sighs> I think you can do kind of that mixture. It doesn't have to be straight American. I mean, American. Heath Ledger kind of just speaks somewhat I kind of want him to do British. Just like, just do a British. It's fine with a little British. Maximus. I do like um, a lot of the colonials. Now that I'm thinking about it in this movie, some do have British accents. Some yeah, do I have think you've got a mixture. One guy's a Brooklyn accent. Everybody else is pretty much all over the place. <laughs> what do you know about war? Um, I actually, do you want to hear a weird thing? Hmm. I think if you do him now, um, I like Christian Bale's Benjamin Martin, too. I thought about that. That's a Maybe. conclusion I came to. He would be old enough now to play yeah. this type of role. The only part is he the might make it father, just too I, serious. Yeah, that don't seem I don't know, being that, that, that would actually be awesome. 
Him as Benjamin Martin would, would I don't like I it. don't see the lighthearted family aspect of it enough. I could see him he getting could, real into it and getting murdered. I could also and, like, see him playing Tevinton. Yeah, I think it I would be you. almost too serious. You're right. It would yeah, add he's a not dark, a family man. But like that would still bring a lot of realness to the, the whole situation. Do you want? I couldn't see it. Okay. All right, Cameron, go before because there's a lot of Ever? what ifs I want to bring up. Harrison Ford, hundred percent. So that was a casting what if. It was a pretty big it. casting what if. Yeah, but I did think of that independently before I saw it. I thought about that, too, because I'm like, who plays Mel Gibson-type roles? There's two names that came up. It's Harrison Ford. Kevin Costner. Ooh. Kevin Costner was mine. Didn't but cross like, my mind, but it actually... Oh, 100%. Kevin, yeah. Are you kidding me? This is a Kevin Costner role through it. Like, yeah, it just is. I mean, Dances with Wolves. I didn't want to say it because I... Uh, yeah, I'm glad. He already knows how to ride a horse, if you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying. He can he ride a horse with, a, uh, with no, no hands. hands. Yeah. It's the only way he knows how. Imagine him with just a fucking... Uh, American flag. This is weird, though. Um, I've never really seen Kevin Costner do action. action. I'm sure he could. Three days now, he just does gun kind of. Yeah, yeah, but this movie. is like Bodyguard. old man action. He's not yeah. really doing it. How far off are we from this being a Hanks? A Hanks? Oh, far. Okay. Don't, don't too much. Too much action. He doesn't do like hardcore action. Well, look. Shit. I, what about all, Saving Private Ryan? To be he, honest, it's all about. Oh, that. that's true. But that's like a little different. This is a okay. He doesn't do period piece shit really. But to well, me, that's what I want. Uh, well, he's like too old. That's like, true. Well, that's what I wondered about Harrison Ford. Can we see him with a colony tail, or is it just gonna be too weird? We have we have a pretty big list here of casting what ifs. Here's like a pretty. L- l- let me just quickly go through it. Daniel Day Lewis. What about him? Yeah, he can do everything. He can do everything. <laughs> yeah, you. He, he, can, he can, do can play any, every role in the movie. <laughs> he can do any period piece. Okay. He can play every character. All right, just all right. Love With, it, love it. Within the movie, he could also be playing Thomas. He could be playing Gabriel and Ben. He could be <laughs> yeah. playing every role. Okay, especially throughout the years of his life, he would be great everywhere. <laughs> Including the ABs. Oh, I don't think there's a role he couldn't play. He could play Tuffington. He could play Cornwallis. He could play the dogs. He's Whatever the you want, it's method. He ends up directing. He could direct, yeah. Uh, so these were all people who were up for the role for Gabriel. These are our casting what ifs. It's a pretty big one. I'll go through quickly, then we'll break it down. Joshua Jackson, ja- sorry, Joshua Jackson, Elijah Wood, Jake Gyllenhaal, Brad Renfo. Can I comment? Elijah Wood would. Yeah, That's I love a, that. He's so frail. Though, that one surprised younger me the one, maybe. most. I thought he has a Thomas written all over him. Yeah, I was going to say maybe more of a Thomas or a Nathan, but he well, would have been a little older by then. Uh, Paul Walker, Ryan Phillippe. What do you think about Paul? It's too big of a role for him. So, it's too on. active. These are role. Thomases now. These are all no, for this is Gabriel. Gabriel. This so, Gabriel. I think we all agree that maybe these are just all good Thomases. Like not, bad, not a bad, not Thomas bad, not a bad Thomas. I don't see Paul Walker being any of them. No, I can't Thomas. see him doing a period piece. Uh, Elijah Wood's voice. definitely a Thomas. Jake Gyllenhaal I could have seen being maybe a Gabriel. That actually would have yeah, worked. Yeah, he would have been fine. Especially uh, at this time in his, his career. Uh, the two main people who Heath Ledger was competing with, it was really being pushed hard for a Jake Gyllenhaal picture, but also Ryan Phillippe was pretty far into the final casting. We never, None of us said this, but for Tavington, Kevin Spacey was the first choice for the role and also made it pretty far into the casting, but he ended up bouncing and didn't take the role. Um, really? The reason they didn't, they, they wanted him, but they offered... Because he seemed like pure money. evil, and it really uh, portrayed across. So hear me out. Can he play a maniacal asshole? Of course, he did it in so many movies. Can I see him riding a horse and fighting? I just cannot. Mm, yeah, I don't think I actually could either. I can't see him doing anything about except being snide in a suit are near around a desk or table. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I just can't see him. I could see him burning down shit ton of houses. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see him making the call. Uh, the last one we did have was Harrison Ford. Who was uh, mentioned. Uh, he, he said, "End quote." It boiled the Revolutionary War down to a one man's revenge melodrama, and he declined. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> yeah, like he's not wrong. But you That's know, the, take it easy, bro. You made Air Force One. 
Yeah, like, he just, I think the real answer is, I don't have to make movies anymore. Yeah. I'm I just good. crash planes into golf courses now. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for today. Thanks for listening to our take on The Patriot. Uh, we're just a small grassroots podcast here at CCP, and the best way we can grow is through your generous recommendation to friends and family. So if you like what you heard today, and you know some other people that wouldn't mind sipping the Kool-Aid, don't be afraid to let them know to join Cole Classics Podcast. Uh, if we missed anything today, as always, you can throw your comments on the movie poster on social media at Cult Classics Pod. And if you have any movie recommendations for us, you can always write in at Cult Classics Podcast at gmail.com. All right, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.